0: Oh, g'day there, and welcome to the rewrap for Wednesday. All the best bits from the Mike Hosking breakfast on News Talk ZB in a Cilia package. I am Glenn ZB. Uh, this morning, uh, we've got uh, an idea to help with housing. This might actually be something that will actually will help the recovery. Um, what have we been uh, missing out on? Because we didn't know about it. Uh, the Hawaii's resort isolation idea explained and how's the quarantine
1: food but before any of that can we keep our border closed indefinitely so we are uh, we're starting to see i think the clash between politics and reality elections and the economy ideology and our future even the world health organization seems to realize what our government doesn't our border can't stay closed the way it is forever we got praise at the WHO yesterday for our health efforts along with places like Rwanda, Vietnam, Thailand, the Pacific Islands, and the Caribbean. To be fair, they were praising us because we had followed their advice, which is hand-washing and social distancing, so it behooves them to pump up their tyres, as they say. But Mike Ryan, who is the WHO's Director of Health Emergencies and seemingly much more amenable and likeable than Dr. Ted, who comes with, as far as I can work out, some interesting baggage with his perceived links to China. Anyway, Ryan says the borders simply can't stay shut. And this appears to be where we're stuck at. We've locked ourselves up, which isn't hard given all the water around us, and we seem content to stay locked, despite the growing frustration around the simple, cold, stark truth that we can't afford to be, and even the WHO now sees that the university's furious at the lack of access to students, lack of government desire to get students back, the inability for business to do business, and the seeming refusal of the government to do anything other then pretend we still have a pandemic and hand out money and welfare form from a revenue stream long ago exhausted. Now, no one pretends this isn't hard. Of course they don't. And answers aren't tricky. Of course they are. But they do claim to have answers and plans and ideas, and the government doesn't seem remotely interested. The bet, and this is where the election comes in, is they've got enough people with Stockholm syndrome who think that doing nothing, going nowhere and paying for it with a big printer is just fine, and we'll give you three more years for a job well done. They're stalling. They seem to think a good health outcome is the whole story. It's the only story. The economic carnage can't be helped. Everyone's in trouble, so we'll all be in trouble, but the low health numbers, therefore, we look good compared to others. It's a ploy. It's subterfuge. And The polls would seem to suggest enough are falling for it. How long have they talked about the Cook's Bubble, for goodness sake? What about Taiwan? What about Vietnam? What's the excuse when there is minimal risk? When the unis have an answer and want to own the problem, why the reluctance? because it suits them politically. There is a massive window for national here. This isn't the only way. We are not all captives. The health obsession and emergency is over. The WHO sees it, and they're not even paying the price.
0: I mean, we can keep our border closed indefinitely. It'll just mean having to change everything we do, think, believe, and, you know, everything. Everything, it just means changing everything. That we can do it. Uh, yeah, um, uh, uh, after criticising our uh, recovery and the pace of it, uh, Mike has uh, discovered something that he quite likes the idea of.
1: Credit where credit's due to The government missed a few headlines with its progressive home ownership program announcement. It came at the same time as the faloon Lees-Galloway's mess and as such didn't get the noise it deserved. For a country obsessed with home ownership, getting people into a home that wouldn't ordinarily be able to afford one, is good politics as well as good economics, and the economics are more important than ever. This country currently is on a drunken debt binge, and the more that goes out, the more that people want. The hospitality and tourism industry already lined up with their pleas for something beyond September 1 by way of wage support, the travel agents singing from the same song sheet. Too many have forgotten, this is money we don't have. And believe it or not, one day is the day of reckoning, and it may well be by way of interest rates or taxes or a credit downgrade, or a limit on our ability to borrow. uh, borrow. But you can't do what we are doing forever and not pay a very heavy price indeed. But with housing, you get it back. You might even get it back with interest. And these are the areas of government investment we need more of. Handing money out in a band-aid approach can save a job or stave off bankruptcy, but not always, and not completely. So wastage of expenditure is our biggest enemy, which is why housing is so valuable. It's why we love housing. It's a place to live and a place to make money. The Progressive Home Ownership Scheme isn't new, of course, but the need remains for too many, and that first step into a place to call your own is a classic government starting point. They have the money and can take the risk a bank might not be able to. It is what governments should be for. And with the money coming back, it is not debt per se, and it gets used another day. Not enough government heft whether it's capital or resources used for growing things, whether it's business or a sector or a strategy offshore or just home ownership. Too much money is in the handout category, not the investment category. The size of the government's balance sheet is to be used to grow generally for return, not used to grow debt. Big difference between a hand up and a hand out. There has been too much of the latter.
0: Well, I'm certainly glad Mike's found something that uh, gives him an excuse to talk about housing
1: again, which is, of course, one of his pet subjects. Uh, Social media... Not so much. Interesting insight this morning, fascinating insight, I think, given all that's going on with Facebook and the social media platforms today and the problems with the media and whether you should be spending any money with these people. Turns out this morning that uh, some people called Arrow Digital have um, crunched the numbers. National are going to be spending $25,000 on Facebook, Labour $92,000, New Zealand for $700, the Green $6,400, Act $14,000 on Facebook ads. And you think that's our money by the way. So more taxpayers' money is going to a social media platform that many would argue should be avoided. They claim, Oh look, we've got new rules and blah, blah, blah. But you know, you know, my you know, my relationship with Facebook. Thank you for all the great tips on you know, cryptocurrency and other health products. <laughs> Other scams I've been running in the last year or so.
0: Yeah, hang on, wait a minute. If it's not Hosking who's been giving me all those hot tips and all that questionable stuff, who is it? I'm confused. Um, now, uh, is it time for a holiday? Can we can we go
1: on a proper holiday, please? Can, is there a way that we could go to Hawaii, perhaps? Speaking of good ideas, Hawaii's come up with one this morning. So currently, in, if when you land in Hawaii, you got to go to the hotel or resort for 14 days and quarantine, what they're thinking they're doing is calling a resort bubble. So in other words, they set aside certain resorts, you still have to quarantine for 14 days, but you're allowed to move freely within that resort. How do they do that? A geofence. So they would tag you, they would monitor you 24-7. You would have to agree to being monitored 24-7, but in agreeing to that, you can roam freely Throughout the resort, do your 14 days quarantine, in the pool, at the beach, while you surf, in the restaurant. Doesn't seem like a bad idea. Good compromise, yes?
0: Yeah, so like from my room, to the pool, to the pool bar, to the lounger, back to my room. Sounds good to me. I mean, you know, as long as I can get a decent bar snack, it'd have to be better than the food you're getting in, oh, I don't know isolation in Sydney.
1: Yes, the food and quarantine. I can tell you if you had to pay for it. And here's the problem. I've been talking with my daughter about it. She's stuck in Sydney in quarantine, counting down. I think she's got three to go. We're having an argument. She arrived on a Saturday and I, we can't work out whether they count Saturday as day one or day zero and Sunday becomes day one. So she's, she's getting out this Saturday. So she's looking forward to it. Anyway, the food's bollocks. In Australia, they've done it well. Had a second test. They do the test nose, throat and they do it twice. And she has not left her room once. Literally not left her room once to do anything, to go anywhere. You're not allowed to. Military's in the corridor. So they've done it properly. But most teenagers never leave their room that once, true. though. true. She said, I can handle it. It's, it's, gone, it's gone a bit pear-shaped, to be honest. After seven days, she's going. God, I'm bored. Uh, anyway, the food. She sends me the photos of the food. If you had to start paying for the food, you'd want actual food. Because she's just a little thing. And the food, they. I, Lord knows how a full-grown man survives. You wouldn't survive on the food they give you literally in Australia. And if you were to charge people for food, you'd have to actually start serving proper food or some sort of choice. So it would all become a little bit difficult. But she is grateful to be where she is. And she's on her way to fulfilling her dream and getting back to some level of normality. So she'll take it. Thank you very much. Still to come on the program, Hong Kong, China and Winston Peters. Should be interesting. Let's do that after the news.
0: I am secretly suspicious that uh, the offspring of the Hosking Hawksbees just got slightly higher standards for isolation food expectations than the rest of us. There you go. Into the podcast. I'm hungry again. That was the rewrap. I'm Glenn TV. I'm going to find something to eat, and I'll see you back here again tomorrow.